This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and Clear Stub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Welcome to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon, so happy to have our rotating panel of experts that comes through and helps you with your health and your wealth because they are also interconnected. There are so many things where I'm like, I'm sleeping better, which is what we're going to talk about next week mm-hmm. with Health Foundations, mm-hmm. because I'm feeling financially educated. And mm-hmm. so that is what we're going to talk about today, courtesy of our friends from Clear Step Financial. Cassandra and Carla are with us. And we're already laughing because for everybody that's just joining us, we always have like a little pre-conversation. So uh, when my two fine friends from Clear Step walked in, I'm like, oh my gosh, please, please let me talk to our my talkers today about what's going on in the stock market um, because and I because I was waiting mm-hmm. all week if you've been living under a rock <laughs> right. for the last week I've mm-hmm. been you know because a lot of the headlines that I think especially our my talkers would see about this mm-hmm. are why is this important to me or why did this end up in the mainstream media mm-hmm. and I think that that is a great example of what we try to do here on the health and wealth show is demystify some mm-hmm. of these incredibly complex but also systematic things that are out there. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the things that we saw in the news recently about the stock market and specifically everybody were talking about what was going on with the GameStop stock and what's maybe going on now with AMC and some other mm-hmm. businesses. And we would, uh, as normal, we'll say normal in air quotes, people <laughs> mm-hmm. who don't really pay a lot of attention to the stock market are completely confused by this. And right. so then you go, all right, well, this means maybe I'm bad at it. You know, and that's not the case. It's that this is a confusing thing that has been going on ad nauseum, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just not something that would be in your day to day life. No. And so being able to talk about these subject matters in a way that makes them accessible, mm-hmm. I think is wonderful and an entry level way to go, here's why it's okay. For Susan in Oakdale, mm-hmm. my friend, to have a financial advisor. There are lots of other people out there who have gotten on this train before. Because right. <laughs> if nothing else, you have somebody that can go, I read this article and I don't understand this article. So now you have a person that you can go, can you just explain this article to me? Because I just want to know. Right. right. I think everyone needs to separate themselves in a sense, too, because there's a lot of mis- mysterious thoughts about how this all works right. with the trading mm-hmm. and how GameStop, how they hedged the hedge fund. You had the hedge mm-hmm. fund, hedge fund uh, guys there. Right. And then you had the young kids in uh, trading, doing yes. the trading against them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess my point is that it's a very high level. Don't think of yourself as being uh, not smart or right. not understanding. Most people, a very small percent of people really understand what was going on there. It takes, it's a complex thought process to understand that. Right. Because it's opposites. Yes. You're trading against hedge funds. That's what they do is they, they trade against. And that's what these kids were doing too. Right. I call them kids. Right. They're probably all different, <laughs> all, for all different age people. But, but you're trading. So it's a very complex, but the point that you were making Shannon before we were on the radio is that these things can happen and they can affect the market. Right. right? And they can happen fast within mm-hmm. a day or two. All of a sudden you've got the market going up and down because of all the trading going on. 
And that's why we recommend to people right. to use a financial, use a professional, use someone who can help coach you through all right. of this. Because uh, the, the, the average mm-hmm. investor, like I'll consider myself the advantage. I have a little bit in the stock market. I have my IRAs. I have the, you know, the, all the buckets that we're going to cover again today. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are things we're going, you, you hear that. Should I be more aggressive, especially mm-hmm. I think for a lot of our my talkers who are in a similar age grade age range to me, like that mid 30s to just before you hit 50 where mm-hmm. you're going. All right. I want to be a little more aggressive because I feel like I have time. And then you hear stories like this. And you go, did I miss some sort of boat where I could have made all this money? Like one of my favorite stories about what's going on with all the stock market is that there was a story about a 10 year old kid who's somebody in his family had gifted him some GameStop stock a couple mm-hmm. of years ago yeah. so he got to cash in on this and mm-hmm. that was my favorite story it gave me such joy mm-hmm. that there are these windfalls yeah. that are happening right. to people that you know and we're going to talk about this in a in a couple of weeks like the gift of love which i know is code for insurance yeah. but i also think <laughs> that it's code for insurance as far as carla is concerned but we are talking about how financial education is also the gift of love. Yeah. Like knowing how to do this and starting young and going, here's how you can save. Here's what these things mean yeah. and the mm-hmm. mechanisms. And just so that you're not one day when you're in your 30s through early 50s going, I wish I had learned this back then. Right. Yeah. So I think we have to understand the basics of money and finance. And, and if you really want to be financially independent, and you want to save, we always recommend save 15% of your income, put it toward Roth first, Mm -hmm. go up to your match. You know, we'll talk a little bit about that, but it's not people today think you can get rich quick and you can buy this stock. Okay. I want to get on this bandwagon and buy this stock. And all of a sudden I'm going to be rich quick. There's a certain mental high that people get with that. Exactly. That if they can buy low and sell high and why can't I do the same thing? Right. So just know that that game doesn't really work. Right. Most people will lose money if you play that game. And but sometimes you're going to get like sometimes, sometimes you will get lucky. Sometimes you will. Mm-hmm. So most people if you think to yourself you miss something don't think of yourself as missing something. Think of it as, you know what, that's a, uh, that most, a lot of people want to go in that world. They want to have that quick, you know, rich, quick type of mentality. They want that, that feeling good. Oh, I made it. I did it. And I bought this stock and I made some money on it. 99% of all people, 99% of your money should be invested where you know that dollar cost average, put money in every month. Through the long run, you are going to make it that way. That's how you can really confidently make it. And we are going to get into more retirement planning updates throughout the rest of the show. But I do want to remind people again, I remember um, and I'm going to I'm going to date myself. So like 20 years ago. Um, when we were starting to get more prolific with the internet, mm-hmm. it was about, you know, you would hear all these stories about penny stock traders and mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. traders and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think some people would go, okay, here's the new hotness. I'm going to get yep. into it. And that's going to be my yeah. quote unquote job. Yep. And it's really, again, another thing that seemed like, okay, yes, some people are very good at this, but I think you have to still equate it to, I used to date a guy who was a professional poker player. <laughs> Right. And this is real talk. And some days he <laughs> and he was a really good professional poker yeah. player. Yeah. So he would make money. 
But then there'd also be times where he would go on a stretch and he would lose. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's reminding yourself what the stock market can do because there are going to be factors that are outside of your control. And that's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. people need to understand. Right. So you want to be able to be in a position that you have the stability taken care of so that then then you can, you know, like I have just enough money in some of these stocks that, yeah, it would hurt my feelings if I lost (laughs) it, but it wouldn't bankrupt me. Mm -hmm, And I think that, you know, there have been, unfortunately, some stories that we heard about people who were using one of the apps that was in the news was Robinhood a couple of years. I think it was last year. It was last year where we heard a story about a young investor who really didn't understand what he was getting himself into and thought he had lost more money than he technically had. I think there was a glitch, though, with that app too because yes. it made it look like he it lost made it look more. like he had lost more money than he mm-hmm. had and because he didn't have the support system to explain some of the things that were going on we ended up losing him by suicide right and mm-hmm. so we want to make sure that you have the support system in place yeah. to go this isn't going to make me more mm-hmm. anxious it's going to make me less anxious because mm-hmm. i know all right even if x happens y mm-hmm. is taken care yeah. of mm-hmm. those are really good points mm-hmm. and you almost have to take not more than maybe 10% of your total assets. If you want to play the market and do some stock trades and you, and you want to do that with 10%, just understand you're, you're, it's like gambling, like mm-hmm. you had said. And you have to be okay with losses and ups and downs. You got to be able to sleep at night. You've got right. to be able to feel happy and secure. Uh, with your investment choices. So we usually recommend never more than 10% to go into the market and do your selling, buying and selling. And we inca- always encourage people to be part of the Health and Wealth Show. If we're going too fast and you really want us to take a step back and explain the back and forth of what happened with all of the drama in um, the stock market over the next uh, the last week, feel free to give us a call. You can call us at 651-641-1071 or ping us on all of our social media. I'm at Ms. Shannon with an A on Twitter. I know some people are uh, contact me that way. So we're willing to go back and explain it, although there have been numerous videos that have gone viral kind of explaining it. It's still kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. So if you want us to go into it deeper, we're willing to go ahead and do that again today. But I do, again, just want to make sure that people really understand that just because it's popped up in the store, the news mm-hmm. this week, it doesn't mean that you don't know anything about money. Mm-hmm. Like this is probably one of the most cattywampus diagonal type scenarios that could happen and i and i'm enjoying it because this to me this is almost my real housewives like watching (laughs) these two because that's what i feel like these two factions that are now being all catty against each other and it, it this the way that they are articulating the scenario like the hedge fund people are using the historically complex words of what's going on when the reddit folks are going let me explain this we bet against these things mm-hmm. and they're using the terminology that mm-hmm. both of you said that it's like gambling mm-hmm. and they treat it that way even though the hedge fund people who have a fancier word for it are still gambling and don't mm-hmm. want to call it gambling because mm-hmm. there's there's a fancier yacht word that you can use mm-hmm. for these scenarios. But yeah. the question is, why do people, why does your average investor uh, buy want to buy low and sell high? Why is that? Why is that's the uh, mm-hmm. psychological psychological uh, question there, right? Which I lead back to both of you and why you know you know Carla as an educator and Cassandra as someone who you know started in the psychology world mm-hmm. and then were able to bend it. You know mm-hmm. when you're dealing with your clients, how do you help them from a like, psychological and educational standpoint make these decisions wisely? Right. Well, one of the things I think is you. It's it is so hard to take to separate emotions. And that's why I think I think that is the key reason why most people should not probably most some Mm -hmm. people maybe can manage their own money. But I think most people and it's because of the emotional attachment, because you 
it is very difficult to separate emotions um, from our rational thinking. When right. emotions are really high, usually our rational thinking is low. Right. And so if you can understand that, you can maybe help yourself to not try and go down a path of destruction when it comes to your finances. Mm-hmm. And that's where... Again, we don't even, we're not traders. Right. We're not pulling the trigger on trades on a daily basis. We hire money managers and professionals that are doing it with, with different algorithms and different things that are not, we're, again, where they're Trends. not making emotional decisions right. either. You've got to take emotions out of investing. Um, that's probably the biggest thing. And that's the hardest thing as an individual to do. Well, we are going to give some more basic advice and standard advice regarding your retirement planning. I want to remind you also that all of our information today is uh, uh, good information. We encourage you to set up an appointment with a financial advisor, hopefully our team here at Clear Step Financial, but one that can communicate to you in a way that makes most sense for the way that you need to receive information. I also want to remind you security and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member of FINRA, SIPC. So for the rest of the show yeah. what is it that we like to color well we want to go through some of the different um, changes and things mm-hmm. that haven't changed so you know kind of what to expect for this year as far as retirement planning goes right and if you have any questions it's a great day to be part of the show the number is 651-641-1071 we'll be right back with our friends from clear step financial here on the health and wealth show Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Always reminding you that you can get this episode and previous episodes by going to our page. Just go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth, because I know sometimes we hit stuff kind of quick or you come in the middle of a conversation and go, okay, don't worry. You can listen back to it or share it with a friend. Mm -hmm. If there's somebody in your family that's been sitting there going, oh, my gosh. I'm highly impacted because I'm not in the stock market. Just listen back to the first segment. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. That's the, that's the answer. Right. That's right. <laughs> right. right. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad to be in the stock market, but, but how are you in the stock market, right? Correct. And how is your money being monitored or managed in the stock market? So I, I always think- start, you know, your own personal finances. Start with your foundation. Uh, just like a house, you're not going to build the top floor before you build your basement. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have a house that'll just topple over. It's the same thing with the market. It's the same thing with investing. Start with your foundations, your dollar cost averaging, putting money in monthly, making the commitment first to the percent that you're going to put in, then do it monthly in your 401k, Roth. You know, we, we're going well, to talk a little bit about that today. Well, that's comes in, yeah. right? Because right. you don't, I mean, you can, right, start with your foundation, but what, what goal are you trying to get to? It would be like you said, if you're building a house, but not having an end goal of what it's going to look like. Right. I mean, you need to have an idea of where you're trying to get to with this whole mm-hmm. right saving. And so that's where then you need to know how much should I be saving? Then it's a question of where should I be saving? Right. right. So there's all these different steps, but those are very easy questions to answer when we take people through the process of going through a consultation. Mm-hmm. So when we do mm-hmm. complimentary consultations, we always encourage people, if you have questions or you want someone to look at your specific situation, give you customized answers to your specific situation and get you on the right track, just let us know. I mean, go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com, go to the contact us, just put mm-hmm. in, you want a consultation with us, we're happy to set, set yeah. something up. And we do virtual right now, or right. we can do in person. And you know, it's so. nice to be able to talk to someone right. about what am I doing right here? What do I need some help with? And so mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll review where a person's at, and maybe 
most everything. They're right on target, but they might want to look at this, this, and this. Can I be honest? It's nice to talk to a person about a lot of things right now. Like right, <laughs> right, right now, you know, communication is strained, I think, for all of us. Like, yeah. we're just, like, relearning how to communicate <laughs> because we're like, oh, we're shut down. I don't need to talk to anybody. No, there's lots of things that are firing back up, so it's yeah. a good time to do this. And I know that I had seen in the news that there were some updates with the way that certain retirement funds and retirement practices were structured, mm-hmm. does that happen often? Like every year-ish, mm-hmm. is there something? It de- kind of depends. Certain things, um, th- there's usually some changes every year. Okay, there weren't there weren't a ton of huge changes this year, but, but there are updates that we did, did want to yeah. go through with people. And remember, last year was the CARES Act that came about because of the COVID and so forth. And remember, we had two Black Swan events in March that right. drew that market down. We had the COVID, the pandemic, but we also had oil that right. dropped. So it was and a major so year. small, like in right. comparison. So right. we forget about oil. Everyone's like, what oil? Thing? What oil? <laughs> <laughs> right. Can I get vaccinated against that one as well? I don't know. So yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And so it is good to remind people that there were other things that happened. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that was a very tumultuous year. Right. I know that we were also wondering what was going to go on with some of the financial things because it was a year um, where we were going to be having uh, a, a lot of politics involved, a right. lot of things that right. were going on that yep. affect your money. Right. And mm-hmm. just remember, you know, last week was a good example of how markets are volatile. They still are volatile and they will be forever. Right. To be in the market, you have to expect some of that volatility. Okay. And I know often, and and as we move into retirement uh, planning, you're talking about all of those buckets that people should have. So mm-hmm. should we remind people their general buckets yeah. before we move on? Okay. So we have... Um, there's there's three kind of buckets from a time frame standpoint. So one is short term where mm-hmm. you've got kind of your go to if there's something that unforeseen happens, right. right? Where you want to have three to six months of whatever your expenses are put aside. Right. And and easily accessible and not necessarily in the market, right? You don't want right. it in the market. Right. Then you have a midterm bucket. And that would be a lot of times you you could have that in the market, but you want it to be more conservative because you want to be able to also go to that, but more for things that you want. So it's not if we could plan ahead for the down payment on a car, the down payment on a house, uh, a fancy vacation, those things. Right. Any of Mm -hmm. those kinds of things that are just wants that uh, it's not like, oh, my gosh, I need new tires all of a sudden. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that's your midterm. Then your long term is your retirement, all your retirement money. So that's your 401k, Roth, you know, IRAs, any kinds of pensions, all those things that are meant for long term. Your midterm bucket. And we talk about this a lot. That's one of the biggest pieces we see missing for people. But it's also one of the biggest things. It's almost an insurance to keep you from having to ever draw from your long-term money and also to keep you from drawing out your emergency or your contingency savings right. for things that aren't really emergencies because then you have that money there when it's when there's a real need. And it's 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 probably difficult because that's the bucket that requires additional discipline in comparison to the, like the short-term bucket. Right. <laughs> right. You're like, "Oh wait, I could spend this money now." Or I can mm-hmm. wait and get that later. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it feels hard, yeah. but it's really not. It's like, no, I'll be able to take a better vacation because yeah. I saved up for it yep. and there's no stress. And that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Having the discipline in your financial life to make those decisions to live below your means. Right. To not spend. Again, what do people do when they spend? They feel that high right there. It's a good feeling. Oh, I got this right. right? It's the same thing with the stock. Oh, I made this. I got that. And sometimes people, I don't want to say they're addicted to that, but mm-hmm. I think we have to evaluate that in our life. 
why we're led in that direction, why that appeals to us and to make decisions to be disciplined. And we always talk about it takes 30 days right. to change a habit. So if you decide today to change that habit, whatever it is, spending less, saving mm-hmm. more, putting more in your short term bucket, maybe even building a midterm bucket. Uh, maybe a midterm, you know, for some people, midterm is retiring early. Fair enough. You know, right. when you're in your 50s, you can't draw from your IRA. But you know what? You can draw from that midterm bucket. Right. So there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that really build that up to be able to draw from that. Well, I know time is flying, but when we get back, let's cover what do we want to cover next? We do. Well, we want to talk about some of those, like I said, changes in the retirement planning side that have come about recently that you're going to want to know because it may impact you. Right. And we'll also be happy to take your phone call. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Cassandra and Carla from ClearStep Financial here on my talk 1071 welcome back to the health and wealth show here on my talk 1071 and streaming on my talk 1071.com i'm Ms. shannon here with cassandra and carla from clear step financial Hello. remind you, you can go to their website as well clearstepfinancial.com it's mm-hmm. an easy way to set up that initial consultation mm-hmm. just get yourself a chance to breathe yeah you know get yourself a chance to breathe and mm-hmm. there i was going to talk about this before but um it's interesting how just going through the process it's I love seeing the changes people decide to do right. based on education and information going through the process. Mm-hmm. It is so rewarding. It's so neat. I just yeah. love it because you see people saying, you know what, after we talked, I decided to just pay this off. I decided to do this. I decided to do. It's so neat. It's right. so neat to hear people getting themselves on track and taking huge steps where maybe they could have done it all along, but they didn't necessarily realize that that exactly. would be a beneficial thing to do. And they feel so confident and empowered mm-hmm. through the whole thing. It's just so neat. Well, I sometimes people think that they can just read a book and now they'll know what to do. Right. And, and books do help, uh, you know, the information there. And I know we're in the process of writing a book as well. But uh, it's sometimes it's just it's that person sitting next to you and saying or, you know, talking on the phone or whatever and just saying, OK, these are the things I would recommend for these reasons. Right. And mm-hmm. it cuts through all the education, all the information that's out there that you don't know what pertains to you or doesn't pertain to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it is like, sometimes you don't even know which book to start with mm-hmm. cause they all seem like they apply. <laughs> then, no. You know, like, well, I, they have catchy titles. Right, and you're like, right, I need right. that. Exactly. <laughs> or, you know, my, my whole thing is trying to go. Cause as far as time management goes, which online seminar am I going to be a part of? Because you're like, oh, maybe I should sign up for that one too. I saw an ad on LinkedIn and that should be me. And I'm like, or maybe not. You know, like it just might be two hours of my day that I'm good. Yeah. I don't really need well, that. And I think it's everyone needs know. some education in money and finance, right? You want to get uh, the, some of that education. It's good. But if you're good at art or if you're good, you're a nurse, you're in the medical, you're a doctor, whatever. You know, you don't want to fully go through all the education that we have gone through. That's why we're there. I, I'm not going to get my medical degree just to make some fin- medical decisions for myself. Right. right. So we use the experts, use the experts that are there to help you make those financial decisions and right. help you achieve your financial goals. Right. Well, speaking of particular retirement things that are going mm-hmm. on. So I like talking about things that I know that the words like. So I saw in your list, we were talking about uh, RMDs, which I know are required minimum distribution. 
distribution. Yes. Right. Okay. So what's going on? That one I know for a weird reason. Um, okay. But what is going on with that? So that's, yeah. So okay. we just wanted to remind people because I think for for so long, um, and this is for any money that's considered tax deferred. This okay. applies to meaning like if it was in a 401k, you, you maybe rolled it into an IRA or maybe it's some pension funds you moved. Right. And then now it's an IRA. Any kind of money that's going to be taxed when you pull it out. Right. Okay. So RMDs means required minimum distributions. It used to be that at 70 and a half, you had to start pulling money out when you turned 70 and a half out of that bucket of money. Now they last year they changed it to 72. So we just wanted to kind of reiterate that because it's still relatively a new change. Um, and some people maybe maybe didn't realize that. Do we know the reasoning behind that change? Yes. Well, people, people are living are longer. Living right. Longer. Okay. Um, I yep. guess I don't know the full reason. I mean, I think it's it's it is beneficial. Some people are working longer too, so right. I think it gives you maybe a little bit more time between when you stop working and when you're forced to at least pull monies out. And some people, um, if you you know plan ahead, one of the things when I first started reading up on that, I said I want to be in a position by the time I get there that I don't need the money, so that mm-hmm. I can yeah, I can donate it to sure. some of the mm-hmm. nonprofits or mm-hmm. the charities that I'm important to me because yep. you don't have to spend right. it. You, you know, don't so have like, to spend. Right. It. You just so, have to take it out and pay the taxes mm-hmm. on it. Then exactly. you can do whatever you want. So with I'm it. like, I need to be blessed enough by mm-hmm. the point that I get to 72 that I don't <laughs> have to. That's a good <laughs> blessing. On that. Right. Yeah. I'm all like, you got time to work on that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And it may go higher as years go by. They might change it. I think they're talking about it right now. But 72, you must take out your required minimum distribution, which Mm -hmm. is around three three point something percent right? that you start taking out. And that increases every year. And so companies, what they'll do, IRA companies like that we work with automatically will calculate that for you at the end of the year before, right? So December 31st, 2020, uh, they'll take the value of your account and then they'll take it Calculate the percentage yep. you okay. can take out right, mm-hmm. and then send you, usually send you some paperwork just saying this is what you need to take out next mm-hmm. year. Right. I know this time of the year we're getting a lot of our information uh, to get prepared to start doing our taxes. Yep. Are there anything in particular I need to be looking for from that perspective regarding my retirement funds as I'm planning for taxes this year? Well, so, you'll, you'll get 1099s mm-hmm. on so everything. So if you had anything, right, anything that had interest that's taxable, You'll get uh, a special form, right? A 1099 form or an interest form from those things. Could even be from a savings account if you had interest mm-hmm. on your savings. Um, and then you'll, so you'll have those forms. Uh, if you contributed to an IRA, mm-hmm. uh, that would be a, potentially a deduction if that, you know, if you were within the parameters of having a deduction from that. You may not get a tax form though on your contribution. Mm-hmm. So if you contribute to an IRA and you want to take the deduction or if you contribute to a Roth, just make sure you let your tax person know, or if you do your own taxes, uh, to calculate that because you usually don't get a statement on that. Right. Well, gotcha. and the Roth wouldn't be a deduction, but right. But that would be something. I mean, you, you want to work with your tax person, too, because if you made some contributions, sometimes if your income fluctuated or mm-hmm. changed and you don't qualify, you might need to take some steps um, and so forth. On the Roth side. Okay. Or the IRA side. So, mm-hmm. again, last year there was the CARES Act, um, and that ended at the end of last year. So that allowed people for last year to pull some monies out of their retirement-type funds, you know, IRAs, 401ks, without the penalty. Okay. But you still have the taxes, but they allow you to pay that the taxes over three years if you're not going to pay the money back. If you are going to pay the money back, you have three years, and then you wouldn't hypothetically have any of the taxes. How does that 
Okay. So if we get to, for that one, since you get to come up with like a mini payment plan for that portion of the taxes, is it that your tax advisor will help you go, here's how you do it? And because how do you, because what if you have of, other things you have to pay? Yeah, that sounds complicated. complicated. So I would right. talk to your tax person right. on that because mm-hmm. I, I don't know and we don't file taxes for people. Right. So I would just talk to, because they're going to have to know more about that with the CARES Act. The mm-hmm. details. Mm-hmm. There, okay. And how that actually works. So, All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Retirement loans, that was another thing here. Um, and then there are certain things. Now, we're not going to get into a whole lot of this, but if you were in what was considered to be a qualified disaster area, and you may know if you are, okay. but there were certain also additional stipulations of things you could do as far as taking loans out of your retirement if you needed to use it because you were financially impacted from a disaster. Right. So I don't know that that applies to many people here, in this but area, they might have family but, members right. that maybe yep. that information right. is something they should remember to ask about. Yep. So the 401k contributions have not changed. Okay. So people can put up to 19500 And then if you're over 50, you have the catch-up provision to do 6500 additional in your 401k. Okay. So one of the things that we recommend, right, one of our guidelines is that if you have a 401k and they have a match, definitely go up to your match. Okay. Always go up to your match in a 401k. Right. Okay. Then, if you qualify for a Roth outside of your 401k, make sure you maximize those Roth IRAs. Uh, Those are critical to have some money where you never have to pay taxes. We'll talk about uh, the difference between an IRA and a Roth. But uh, that's that would be a strong recommendation. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so when we're making those decisions, so that that dollar amount, that that bucket that we can mm-hmm. put into our Roth, so. So, because I'm trying to figure out, you know, sometimes your company has you in a Roth and they match or 401ks are always different or. So you get a lot of companies nowadays. I think it's wonderful. They uh, allow Roth 401k options inside of their plan. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it would be an election that you would decide whether you want to go into the traditional bucket, which means it's tax deferred. Right. Which means you don't pay any taxes before the money goes in. Um, or the Roth bucket, which means they would take taxes out of your paycheck and then make your contribution to the Roth bucket. And I think it's a common misconception that you have to put into your regular 401k bucket to get your match. That's typically not the case. I say that because I've just never seen that be the case. But maybe there is a plan that they do require that. I don't know. But I would just double check. But typically, you don't have to put into your traditional bucket to get the match. Your match will go into the traditional bucket. But you can allocate your portion of the contribution to either the Roth bucket or the traditional bucket, and you would still typically get your match. And we, again, say that every situation is individualized, but a lot of times Mm -hmm. the reason you want to do that now Mm -hmm. is that we know what the tax rate is at this moment and and don't know what it's going to be later. Well, and it's Mm probably, I mean, if you, almost everyone I talk with, I ask them, do you think taxes are going to go up or down in the future? Almost every single person just says, well, I'm sure they're going to go up. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we all are kind of in agreement that they'll probably go up and we don't know. But they're probably right. going to go up in the future. So to pay at least, to put at least a portion of your money into the Roth, I usually, in the Roth 401k, I usually tell people, put as much as you're comfortable mm-hmm. putting in there, right? Because if you were putting a significant amount into your 401k, and then all of a sudden you shifted all that to your Roth that would impact your taxes okay. right? because you wouldn't be getting the deduction anymore. You'd be paying now if you're OK with that. Great. Then okay. do it. But do what you're comfortable doing. There's not a right or wrong answer mm-hmm. to that. But some people think their tax brackets are going to be lower in retirement. So they figure take the pre-tax now. Right. 
contribution of their 401k and pre-tax. That's not necessarily true. Okay. Taxes, with all the debt we have in our country, uh, taxes are probably going to have to go up. So that's why we do recommend diversify, if you can, to put some in the after-tax bucket, the Roth option in your 401k. Right. And mm-hmm. you can still invest, if you qualify from an income standpoint, invest in a Roth outside of mm-hmm. your 401k. Okay. Yep. yep. So... So that's one thing. And then contributions to IRAs and Roths haven't changed. That still remains at 6000 If you're over 50, you get an additional $1,000 catch-up contribution. Right. And like we just said, that is independent of whether or not you have contributed anything towards your retirement plans through work. So you still have the ability to add to those. There's certain income parameters, but as long as you qualify. And even if your income is over the limits for Roths, there are ways we still know how to get money into Roths. Um, for people if their income's over that, because if you're over, what is it, um, like 208000 or so is the mm-hmm. is the top point for married couples. Um, I think it's 140 if you're single. There, If you're above those thresholds, then we have to do it in a more creative way to get it into the Roth, but you still can. Right? All right. Well, mm-hmm. when we come back for our final segment, what are we going to wrap up on? Oh, there's a few things on taxes and Social Security and things that we just want to touch on quick. Perfect. So you can be part of the Health and Wealth Show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Cassandra and Carla from ClearStep Financial here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Miss Shannon uh, here with our friends from ClearStep Financial, and we were just talking uh, in the break about how much time flies. Like, especially mm-hmm. 2020, it does feel like five years worth of activity happened in that year. So if you feel like, if you feel a little like, oh, I don't even remember what happened, (laughs) even though it was only a few months ago, that's why it's a good time to sit here and have some people go, nope, we'll help you get back on track and and figure out where you are. Because I do feel like it's nothing else the beginning of this year, um, it feels like a renewal. It gives you an opportunity mm-hmm. to kind of take stock mm-hmm. of what's going on, reevaluate some of the information that you have floating around in your mm-hmm. brain and go, okay, let me weed out what I really need and what helps mm-hmm. me move forward. Yeah. And we January should... is a good time to do that. Too. Right. It's the oh, beginning it of the year. It's right. a good time to sit down with someone and we hope we are that those people that you want to sit down with and just to go through yeah. your goals, your financial goals, reevaluate them. Say, am I doing, you know, can I make any yeah. recommendations over here? And even mm-hmm. as we move into February, we don't know what that groundhog is going to say. Mm-hmm. If we have <laughs> six more weeks of winter, why not oh at least use your hibernation time <laughs> mm-hmm. to set yourself up for success right. once we get to spring yeah. and hopefully we can just start running and the world is doing whatever the world is doing why not Mm -hmm. have your foundation Mm -hmm. at this time Mm -hmm. absolutely so we wanted to cover a few more things on updates this year one of them uh, or several have to do just kind of on the social security front so this may impact you or a parent or a loved one um, out there but social security this year there was a slight increase um is about a 1.3%, 1.3%, so just a slight cost of living increase. Okay. Um, but there was an increase, so that amounted to about $20 on average of, of increase per month for most people receiving Social Security. Okay. Um, you know, and people, remember, a lot of people that are seniors that are 65 and older, or even 62 and older, right, receiving Social Security, there's many people that depend on that for mm-hmm, income, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's a fixed income. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard when you just have a 1.3% cost of living increase and food goes up 7%. Right. Or you have gas that goes up. Mm-hmm. You know, inflation is a factor that when we do income planning, we factor that in 
because the cost of things do increase. And right. Cassandra and I were laughing about this. I um, had bought some used skis for the kids, right? Okay. Used, right? Yes. So I grandkids, buy, to be yeah. clear, not kids. Yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not kids, grandkids. <laughs> for her grandkids. Skipped a generation. Yeah, that's like okay. the little five-year-old. <laughs> right, we did skip a generation. I'm not skiing right now, though, anyway. Right, no. no. But true. she's like, you know what? That's All true. of my actual kids can get their own skis. That's, right. that's, that's my true. opinion. <laughs> Fair enough. But the little ones can't. I stand so, there. Yeah. And, and, you know, you don't know if they're going to like it or not. So I go to the So you don't want to buy them. Yeah, I go to the used place and I pick up skis. They Which have is a perfect big selection yeah. there. Anyway, so two years ago I had bought them skis. They were about the skis themselves were about ninety nine dollars, right? Oh, okay. that same ski two years later was a hundred and nineteen dollars. Wow, still <laughs> so, used. So look at twenty percent. So ten yes. percent increase over the last two years. That's just uh, skis, right? right? But we know food increases. Oh by my gosh, seven yes. percent. Mm-hmm. We realize that, and you then know, some things have jumped up over the last year housing. because of scarcity, because yeah. of this. And I, we were talking about how housing. You know, we talked about this paper. on the record. Toilet paper. <laughs> oh my gosh, the price of toilet paper is insane. But we were or talking about that. If you can that, find yeah. it now, you can. Yeah. Right? Now you can. <laughs> because it changed the way that they yeah, produced know, it, it produced funny, but we were talking about that on the red hot real estate show about how the market has increased so much mm-hmm. and the price of how mm-hmm. and like the construction one of our mortgage experts was talking about how because the price of lumber has lumber. gone up it the has. price of construction new construction mm-hmm. is going up because mm-hmm. things just materials cost mm-hmm. more that's right mm-hmm. a lot of different materials have right. gone up quite a bit this last year so when we do the income planning and retirement planning for people we have to take in consideration the inflation increasing of cost things will continue to increase right uh, making sure that people are generating the income that they need and there's ways to generate uh, more income than what you think the the way people took income years ago is different you can't just stick it in a bond fund and take mm-hmm. out four or five percent anymore so we have ways well, bond and strategies are, yeah have gone quite a bit down now right. um there, uh, this is the thing i guess and we were talking about this uh, before the show is that um, even if people are retired, right, it is so good to reevaluate things because retirement has changed even in the last five years. Right, and so even if you're already retired, and, and this we're finding this too, people are still saying, "I'd like to sit down. I just want you to take a look at things. Um, just how are we doing? Mm-hmm. We could do a whole show on baby boomers <laughs> and how you they're are changing. Going, she's planning retirement. On it. That's she's coming up. They're changing, right? You know, retirement is not the same. It doesn't look the same. It doesn't feel the same right. as our parents. You know, my mom's in her 80s. My mm-hmm. dad passed away last year in his mid-80s. But, you know, things are changing. And the way we retire is different right. than that generation. Well, if you're no, a baby boomers boomer are partying. Excited. Baby yeah. boomers are partying. Oh, my gosh. I read all the stories about the boomers. I'm like, you are living your best life, boomers. That's true. I am not mad at you. Yeah. I'm all like, well done. Giving me squad goals, boomers. Like, oh, it's so true. Right. And so I think that's going to be fun when we do that show. There's going to be, it's yeah. going to be two parts. No, we, yeah. have, we have a two part baby boomer. Uh, two, well, you know, two we have our own shows. terminology yeah. too. So that's part of it. Oh, and now we're redefining. <laughs> and if you're a baby boomer, she would love you to call in and share some of your, your things story, yes. that you say, uh, well, you know, baby boomers like to say this or do this. So, you, you know, know you're a baby boomer so if. Yeah. 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 And then I will, I will, I will preemptively producer Sonny and I are already laughing. We're going to already, Sonny, come on, come on, come on real quick. Cause Sonny, I want us to prepare. We know Sonny. that this is coming up. 
So oh, we are going up. to spend the two weeks before <laughs> taking, fun. taking all the okay boomer jokes out of our lexicon, gotcha, right? Producer, gotcha, is that cool? Gotcha, that's cool. Because gotcha, trust me, because I'm in the middle of Gen X. Are you an X or, or are you a millennial? I don't know millennial? what I am. I know, I right, Sonny? Who cares, right? Wait, we'll do the math. We'll do the math for you, Sonny. It changes Please. every year, I feel like. I, yeah, I feel right. like for you, you're like high X, low Y. Like you're like on that cusp. Well, it kind of depends on your mom and dad. How old are they? Because the way you were raised is kind of your mentality 60s. they're 60s okay all right so yeah yeah you yeah you youngish okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so we are not going to be clouding our boomer friends gotcha. we are going to be embracing that we're getting prepared for that you so gotta don't have worry. some boomerisms. <laughs> you may be <laughs> we'll a boomer up. if yes okay let's start looking for that okay sonny prepare that put that on your notebook got you, got yeah, you. you may be a boomer if all right, right we're good we're good uh, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be a fun time yeah, right we'll have fun with that so <laughs> But, but, you know, the cost of for Social Security, once you start taking Social Security, you've got to, most people really need other monies out there to be able to increase the income on an annual basis. Otherwise, right. you're going to be caught in a position where you're not going to be able to pay for things. Right. right. And that's where, and, and I know, you know, again, with this whole retirement stuff changing, um, that's where we when we should have a whole show probably on this too, but annuities mm-hmm. come into play. Okay. But mm-hmm. we did want to, I mean, there's good and bad with annuities. There's, right. you know, mm-hmm. all annuities are not created equal. Right. But certain annuities can provide a really great foundational, almost like an additional pension, especially or, or a pension if you don't have one, but mm-hmm. in addition to social security that can give you kind of a little bit of that foundation in retirement. So mm-hmm. again, there are, there are better and worse ones I'll say. So depending on your mm-hmm. situation is what we look at, but there's lots of different options out there. And some people are limited to the um, annuity that they can even talk about. Okay. Sure. There's so, certain advisors or certain reps, you know, may no. work for a company that only has can one suit, or two yeah. options, right? So it depends, but you yeah. want to, yeah, there's a, there's a broad spectrum of them. So, and mm-hmm. we're independent. We can work with just about anything out there. And that's mm-hmm. where, we know, you know, these are the ones for this type of situation. Right. These are the best for this type. And, and it's good to have those options. Right. But it's it's a great tool that we use, especially in today's day and age, where you right. can pick up a nice and increasing income. Benefit um, there. That's yeah. a guarantee. So yeah, I would love to be able to cover that more mm-hmm, in depth mm-hmm. because that's another one of those words that I see in the commercials. And I've gone and I looked it up mm-hmm, and I still feel like mm-hmm. I have questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure lots of people have that. The good the good press out there on it and the bad press and you have to understand where they're coming from right mm-hmm. and what their motive is as well sometimes the bad press they're they're motivated to present that ah gotcha gotcha i know i shouldn't do that and i know according to the commercials they scare me there's that and then i know i shouldn't buy a timeshare because that seems to be a problem <laughs> like if i just listen to commercials those are things well, i need to stay away from don't put annuities and timeshare in the same sentence okay though. fair enough fair enough well well stated carla all right you're good <laughs> But if people have specific questions, just go, I mean, go to clearstepfinancial.com, go to the contact us, let us know you want to set up a time. We're happy to work with you. Yep. Again, we do complimentary consultations. What's our phone well, number, Well, we have Mom? a phone number here. <laughs> you might boomers. be a baby boomer if, if you'd rather call. call. And I like to pick up the phone and call. So six, five. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and I'm the co-host of Everyday Wealth, a podcast presented by Edelman Financial Engines. On each episode, experienced wealth planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other experts join in to discuss the financial decisions that shape your life and explore what wealth really means. Because wealth isn't just a number, it's your values, your goals, the dreams you want to achieve with your money. We talk about what's happening in the markets, tax-efficient investing, how to reach your retirement goals, and so much more. So, 
tune in. New episodes premiere each weekend. If you have a question for us to address on the program, you can send it to everydaywealth.com and you can find Everyday Wealth wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review because we love hearing what you think. Ms. Chotsky is not an employee or a client of EFE. She receives fixed cash compensation for acting as host of Everyday Wealth and has an incentive to endorse EFE and its planners.